Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to us as a result of Jesus Christ shedding His blood for us. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or to be. God made every one of those available to you and me. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by us, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made available to us. According to the Word of God, each and every one of those exceeding great and precious promises are things that God wants to be possessed and experienced by me and you. Positions and possessions in life that we have a valid and a legitimate and a just claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what they are just like God wants us to do, and then accept that God himself wants them to be lived out by me and you, especially since Jesus died for them to be received and achieved by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am come. Which means here's one of the purpose for my showing up. I am come that they might have life. 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 And that more abundantly. That word life in the Greek is the word zoe. It's Z-O-E with a snake bite over the E. Praise God. Two little holes, two little dots right over it and stuff like that. And they ain't talking about life as normal. That's talking about the God kind of life. God said, he, Jesus said, I came that they might have the God kind of life. And that more abundantly. Which means there's even increments and levels of the God kind of life that you can live. There's even increments and levels of the God kind. You can have the basement of God's kind of life. Or you can go to the top floor of the God kind of life. It's all about your mindset. It's all about your mindset. That's one of the things I learned about hanging, hanging with wealthy people. They have a different mindset. They have a whole different way of thinking about things. Whole, it's, there's things that they just won't accept, won't tolerate, won't deal with, won't be bothered with. They just ain't, no, uh-uh, no, they ain't doing it. Send anybody hearing me over here. And God wants to be able to shift our mindset. Somebody say shift. God wants to shift our mindset so we can get the life that God has in store for me and you. Because the Father wants us to live our lives with the God kind of life. So much. Say how much. 
that he sent his son to die that we might have it. Sent his son to die that we might have it. He said, that life means so much to me that I'm going to send somebody to die for thee to be able to have it. That's how much it means to me. Jesus said, I am come. I'm the one that was sent. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Emphasis, first emphasis, you might have life. That you might have life. Here's how most of us read it. They might have life. Others might have life. Not me, them, not me, them. But the devil is a liar. He came so that you can have this kind of life. He wants you to have it, you to have it. Look at your neighbor and say, he talking about you, he talking about you. Point your finger at them, not in their face though, because some of them just got saved a little while ago. Praise God, amen. He came so that you can have it. Not just read about it, have it. Not just hear about it, have it. Not just learn about it, have it. Have it, have it, have it. Be in possession of it. That's what he wants you to do. He wants you to have this life. And remember, the Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, for God so loved the world. What's his motivation for us having this? Love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe it, whosoever, that's guttermost to the uttermost. Everybody. Somebody say everybody. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know if you know this. But everybody includes you. Mm-hmm. Everybody includes you. Because most people hear everybody but me. Most people hear other, everybody but me. Because we don't see it as happening for us. We don't see it happening to us. The truth is, that's why I got quiet up in here. Because we don't really see it happening to us. See what God's going to do for you. Get a view of you walking in what God has in store for you. It's already been paid for. It's yours. He said, I came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. The word might is speaking of an opportunity. The word might is speaking of an opportunity. You know, you know, opportunities can be accepted or rejected. Opportunities can be received or missed. They can be accepted or rejected. They can be received. They can be missed. They can be dismissed. As in, I know what you were assigned to do. But I dismiss you from your assignment. From happening in the life of me. Look at your neighbor and say, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Now, a lot of folk did that in the past. But somebody said, the past is behind. Old things are passed away. And all things about to come new. And all things are of God. Who have assigned this to me. God has assigned this to you. I remember I was assigned to the bishop as his armor bearer. I was assigned to the bishop as his minister. I did as much or as little as that man wanted me to do. I did as much or as little as that man called me to do. There'll be sometimes I just fly around with him and stay inside and I just handle the books, handles the tables, and he really didn't want me to do nothing for him. 
whatever reason, he missed this awesome opportunity to be blessed by this awesome man of God. Praise God. But I was still there. It was up to him to determine whether I was going to do something. I remember one time he come knocking on my door. Praise God. Knock, 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 knock. And I opened up the door and I said, praise him. Because Bishop didn't come to my room. He said, what size shoe you wear? I said, you don't even need to know. Because I my feet ain't your feet. You know, praise God. He's six foot something. I'm five foot something. Are you listening to Matt, come on, work the feet thing with me. Praise God. Amen. I said, why is that, sir? He's like, well, praise God, because I, um, I somehow, another, I just packed the wrong shoes. I packed mixed match shoes. I got one this color, one that color. He said, I preached just in a little bit. I said, go back to your room, sir. Finish your, finish your message. I'll be right back. Skate! Rode cop car. Praise God. Rode over to the nearest mall. Praise God. Found out where it was because we was out of town. Rode over to the nearest mall. Went over straight to the place where they got the hookup. Went over to the corner. I saw these blue lizards. Praise God. Sitting over right over on the side. I said, see, that's what I'm talking about. And so I said, give me them. You got them in this size? And they said, yes. And give them to me now. Wrap them up. Curry up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I got to go. And so I got to go. Got to go. Got to go right now. Got to go. Got to go right now. And so <laughs> hooked him up with the lizards and stuff. I had my rent money in my pocket. Don't tell my wife. Amen. Hey, I had my rent money in my pocket. Praise God. Me, my, my mortgage money in my pocket. Praise God to make the payment, you know. <laughs> but the man of God needed it. And so I went and got him these lizards and stuff like that. Praise God. And I skate, ran back and stuff like that. And then knocked on his door and he opened the door. And I said, here you go, sir. Here's your, here's your shoes for tonight. And he pulled them off and he saw these blue lizards. He was like, praise God. I've been looking all over for a pair just like these. I said, well, now you got him. He said, well, praise God, Rod. How much do I owe you? I said, owe me. I said, sir, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring me good news. No charge. He's like, well, praise God, a hundredfold back to you. I said, I need it. Praise God. <laughs> Why are you praying? Pray that my wife don't jack me because when she find out what I did. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> Woo, Father. <laughs> but the point is, I was assigned to him. He walked in with a need. I handled it exceedingly abundantly above all he asked or think. Why? Because I'm representing God to him at that particular time. I'm assigned to him. I'm there for him whenever he wants it. And he got what he needed above what he ever imagined. God has certain things assigned to you that are waiting for you to be able to just ask to let it do what it's designed to do and it'll come through for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God said, I, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That you might have it more abundantly. Might is an opportunity that you can either accept or reject. The opportunity is obtained and enjoyed or refused and never realized by the choices we make. It's by the choices we make. Those choices are based upon a mentality. It's based upon a thought of how things ought to be and ought not to be. It's based upon a thought of how things ought to be and ought not to be. There's a little little neuron, little electrical impulse that runs from neuron to neuron that will decide whether you're wise or act like a moron. 
and miss out on opportunity that's based on you. I'm teaching real good up in here. There's a little electrical impulse that's called a thought that runs from neuron to neuron that's going to decide whether you're going to be wise or operate like a moron and miss out on the opportunity that's been presented to you. It's going to be based upon your thoughts. It's, going, it's called a mindset. I said it's called a mindset. See, if we see the opportunity to have the life that God has for us and he wants for us to live as something that we shouldn't live or can't live because it's not right for us to be able to live that, we won't live it because we think that. But if we think that it's right for us to live that way, then we'll drop our defenses and we'll allow it to come in on that day. If we don't think that, we'll miss the opportunity to live like God desires for me and you to live. Even though the price has already been paid, the way has already been made, the door has already been opened up, the, the shoot, door opened up, he done pulled the wall off and said, come on in. Dine at my table. Everything is right here for you. But your mindset will determine whether or not you're going to get what God has in store for you. We'll miss the opportunity to live the life that God wants, desires me and you to live. But if we see the opportunity the way that we're supposed to see the opportunity, that's been presented to me and you. We'll make the right choices and we'll take advantage of the opportunity that's been given to me and you. But our being taken advantage is not taking advantage as in like we, we're doing something we ought not do. We're taking advantage of what has been rightfully given to me and you. It'll change it from being an opportunity to a reality. We read it in scriptures. We read all these golden opportunities that's made available to you. God said, how would you like to have golden reality too? Then we can take it from pages to the life of you. See, the father is not presenting us an opportunity to pretend that we have a life. But to actually have a life. For real. For real. But it also says that the devil comes to steal from us what God has made available to us. But you know something? He can never steal from us the opportunity. Because the opportunity is always there. The right to receive it is always there. It's always there. You could have ignored the right for time after time after time. But then on that day, Yes, sir. What am I going to do? You're going to relax because it's already taken care of for you. And you'll get what he has in store for you. So it's irrelevant how many years you turned your back on what was available to you. This is a year for you to open up the door and receive what God has in store for you. Now, the amplified version, it renders this verse this way. I came that they might have and enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. To the full till it overflows. To the full till it overflows. I know there's some ladies that's about to be blessed this year with some new clothes. Ask me why I know. Because I blessed my wife with a lot of money to be able to go get her some new clothes. She only got so much closet space. Well. 
That means she got to thin out to bring in. And she's going to thin out real soon so she could bring some more in. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Does that make sense? <laughs> so she's going to be like, they'll look good in that. They'll look good in that. They'll look good in that. They'll go look in that. So she can make the room to say, now let me go see what I'm going to look good in. Praise God. <laughs> Does that make sense? Opportunity is going to be available because her closet is to the full. It overflows. Ask me how I know. Because I can't got no stuff to put my plus stuff. I, no, I was telling the other day, I am going to buy another house. Praise God. I said, but it ain't for the reason why you think. I need some closet space for me. The Living Bible, it renders this verse this way. It says, my purpose, listen to this. My purpose is to give life in all its fullness. See, we live in life, but is it in all its fullness? We live in a, a level, remember, there's levels of it. If we live in a level, thank God, because we got delivered from the devil. But he said, is it in all its fullness? Which means it can get better. Look at your neighbor and say, it's going to get better. That word fullness right there means filled to the brim. Filled to the brim. That word fullness also means can't fit anything else in. Well, God said, I want to hook your life up so that you can't fit nothing else in. Which everything else comes to you from that point is on overflow. Well, everything comes its own overflow from that point forward. You seeing it? Huh? I saw you looking. You, you're starting to see it. See it. Hurry up and see it. Because he got things in store for you. You've been given. God wants to give to you. You're a giver. Aren't you? You're a giver. You're a giver. God wants to give to you. He wants to put you on overflow. Just receive what he has in store for you. Just have, say, I receive it, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Now, since Jesus' purpose is to give us life so full that we can't fit anything else in, then it, don't get mad at me. Then if any life is lived less than that for us, if any life is lived less than that by us, and or if we are not on a road as in in progress, in the process of having a life like that, something wrong. And the A part of this verse tells you what's wrong. According to the A part, let's read it again. Read it again. The thief came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I conjugated the verb in the past tense because that's why we live in less than that. Because he already came. He already showed up. He already stole from us. He already did what it is he do because Jesus said, I am coming that you might have it. God, I already did. I already opened the door for you. The reason why you don't have it is because it's being stolen from you. Ask me why, where it's being stolen. See, you're going to go look for stuff. It ain't a stuff. It ain't the stuff. It's a thought. He done ripped off from you the idea of having what God has for you. He done ripped off from you the idea of living like God wants you to do. He done put, replaced it with a paycheck to paycheck mentality on the inside of you. 
He done replaced it with a get a little bit here and there and don't get no more anywhere up on the inside of you. He replaced the right thought with the wrong thought and then have you walk around thinking the wrong thought. And even though you're a Christian on the outside, you ain't thinking like one on the inside. But God said, I'm about to do this because I'm about to reach inside of you and I'm going to show you that false thought that's on the inside of you. And I'm going to replace it with the mindset so that you can get what God has in store for you. I'm just going to change one thing inside of your head. And it's going to change everything. I'm just going to reprogram some things up inside of there. And then I'm going to just let it go. And I'm going to watch you receive what I have in store. Somebody say, reprogram me, baby. Come on now, reprogram me. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and then I'm through for today. I'm just introducing this today. If I was you, I'd have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say. Because he's going, he going, abundance, upscale, quality change. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. I got good news. You're on good news? 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Start reading at verse 18. It said, but as God is true. Our word towards you was not yea and nay, as in it's a yes and a no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanius and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but it's in him was yea. But in him was yea. For all the promises of God in him are yea. And in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. They are yay, and they are amen. That's the promises. Now, the promises are announcements. Now, these are announcements for information. These are announcements for assent. And these are announcements as pledges. As announcements for information. That's where you get a chance to know something you didn't know before. Everybody said, hmm. That's nice. But see, a lot of people have just accepted the promises of God as information. But they haven't made the shift to what's necessary for manifestation. Well, what's that? We have to move from information to the next one, assent. Assent. Whereas we got to understand that we have to assent to what the God says to you. He provides you this information so you can agree with what he wants to do with you. And then you'll move to the next stage or pledge. You understand that every one of them is a pledge that God has given you. I will pay you this. I will give you this. I will make these things happen in your life. Turn my mic back on, please. I will put these things in your life. I will. I will. I will. I've already decided to. I've already wanted to. Those blessings of God are an announcement that I'm giving to you. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. Not just for information purposes. So you can agree with me and allow me to pledge this to you. That's what some churches do, praise God. They take pledges of what it is that people are going to give for, like a building fund or something like that. They take pledges. But we ain't getting a pledge from them. We're getting a pledge from God. And when God pledges, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. You can bet your bottom dollar you'll never hear yourself holler that God did not come through with the pledge that he made to you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that believing that things are rightfully ours 
is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in his word. I hope even more that the idea that things God promised in his word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed if you do. And speaking of coming out, I invite all the ladies out there to an event held here at Word of Faith that'll absolutely be a blessing to you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast that the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my sister, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers a word of faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.